0: Good morning, London. I want to welcome everybody to the show. Of course, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m., MedPoint Health half hour. All things health, fitness, nutrition related. We're talking about it this morning and we got a bunch of good topics here. So I hope you're ready for this. Sitting across from me, Wade Geddes. How are you, Wade? Doing great, Ron. How are you? Now, this is your first radio show. First one, yes, and uh, depending on what the ratings say, uh, could be your last. Yeah, I'm a little worried be, here. A little worried here, but could, <laughs> we it, had to test it out. Or it could bump Pete from the permanent slot. Yeah, let's bump him out here. Yeah, I think so. I think we should actually put you guys in a in a cage match or something, and just let you duke it out. Yeah, a radio duke out. Leave me out of it, because you know. Yeah, because you've already <laughs> solidified your spot here. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm already on the opening credits, so they gotta give go. me this slot. Uh, Wade, of course, uh, you're training with us at, at MedPoint training and not in a sense that you're new training in a sense that you kick our clients butts.
1: Yeah. I try to every time they come in here, you know, they're in here for an hour and they know when they come in for the hour
0: that they're ready to work. So yeah, I put them to it. And I see, uh, I don't know whether it's sweat rolling down their face or tears, but, uh, you certainly get them working hard. I try to hope it's tears, but you know, <laughs> yeah. So and you're actually back in London so you went to uh Western here. You moved out west. Uh yep. you decided, you know what? I need to come back to the Forest city and here you are.
1: Yeah, no, Western was uh, great for me. 4 years in the little Western bubble there and mm-hmm. now it's nice to be back in London. So great memories and uh
0: yeah. Good. So we're well, we're happy to have you on the Medpoint team and uh you know, hopefully we'll get more radio shows out of you in the future. Yeah. All right. Uh, we have a lot at MedPoint to offer the city of London the services that we have to offer. are Excellent. I mean, you can sign up for the training programs. You can sign up for nutrition. I know our dietitian Rebecca is now doing grocery store store tours, grocery store tours, <laughs> store store. You got it. Yeah, I got it now. Yeah. Uh, and they're awesome, actually. So a client uh, of Peter uh, actually went on this grocery store tour, took his Took his family, took his kids, took his wife, and he had nothing but great things to say. And really being with the dietitian on the tour, she has such wisdom, such expertise with food, how to read labels, how to pick out the good foods and the bad foods. Um, you know, you can't really go wrong with it. Well, it starts with with nutrition. It starts at the grocery store, right? Absolutely. If you go and buy good foods
1: and bring it into the household. You're going to eat them. But yeah. if you just start buying, you know, junk or nutrition that is obviously not good for you. Then it, it's a huge step. So having the
0: grocery tours is is a great example. Yeah, you just hit a really big point that I tell a lot of people, Wade, and. That is, if it is in your house, you are going to eat it eventually. We all have. We all have it. (laughs) Yeah. It's just that temptation. You just know it's there. Um, Oh, yeah. If my, you know, my wife and I eat fairly clean, but uh, there is times when, you know, the kids guilt you into having a, I don't know, bear paws or something like that. That's not the best. they They are great. Yeah. So just knowing <laughs> that they're available is is sometimes the worst thing that you can do. So I always tell people when you're at the grocery store, please resist temptation. When you bring it back to your house, you are going to eat it uh, or somebody, uh, a, a me- another member of your family could be the sacrificial goat and <laughs> yeah. certainly be packing on extra calories. So um, one thing. That's come out of this, Wade, is this whole idea of picky eating. Now, um, I got the twins. You have uh, Noella. Yeah, she's one beautiful baby girl. Well, not so much a baby anymore, right? No, she's uh, she's getting into
1: well, I mean, she's only she's about one and a half, so she's she's getting older. She's to- changing fast. Toddler? Is there anything? Yeah, I guess she's a toddler and
0: toddler. I don't know. I guess it was, is two toddler. Or? Yeah, I, I don't guess, know. It's, it's up for debate, really. Um, Yeah. So picky eating, it starts at a young age. And and this is something that uh, the Globe and Mail had an article on. And I wanted to kind of review this was, do we grow out of picky eating? Is uh, the habits that we develop as from childhood, uh, kind of cemented, rooted inside of us, and we just kind of carry them throughout our life? Um, Or do we, you know, do we grow out of it? Do we explore more foods? Um, This is something, Wade, that I, I think that we do grow out of, speaking from personal experience, because, you know, I do enjoy Brussels sprouts now. That's kind of one of the big ones. Um, a, a lot of different vegetables and varieties of vegetables. But uh, I can understand where people might get this idea from in a sense that, you know, maybe a smell aversion, a tasted aversion from childhood is now uh, affecting your, your n- nutrition going forward. Yeah, Do you have anything that you don't like or that you uh, um, can think of being force-fed as a child that you just can't stomach now? I think it was uh, like beets. beets. I was never really into into beets. And actually, um,
1: I just recently, I don't know if it's a holiday thing, but uh, I tried some beets and it actually wasn't that bad. But I think going back to the the nutrition is like you have to be conscious about it. Like, I know some people that just don't eat a certain thing just because they they just don't eat it. Yeah. But some people, you grow out of it for the sense that, well, you're more aware of nutrition, so you're conscious of it. You know what? Maybe I will try this. And you go try it, and it's, it's not that bad. Yeah. So I think that's where it leads to, is just being conscious of it. Yeah,
0: exactly. And and being open. And the other thing that I'll say to go along with this article, and if, if listeners do want to check this out, it's on global, uh, sorry, ca or .com, .com, I guess it is. Um, you can check it out, but the one thing that I will tell the listeners to kind of get around this, if you do have a food that you dislike, try cooking it in different ways. Do you know what I mean? There can be a lot of different things, a lot of different ways to prepare, uh, foods like eggs and stuff. Take eggs, for example, hard boiled, over easy, over hard, you know, uh, scrambled, anything like that. Uh, and if you add some salsa to it or something like that, sometimes it can, it can change the flavor a little bit or, or change the taste of it. So of course cooking with spices and stuff like that, mm-hmm. spices are quite often free foods because they don't carry any calories. Um, you know, we, uh, my wife and I, we always have the ancient grain, uh, blend the Rogers ancient oh, yeah. grain blend every single morning. And, uh, she, she just loves putting the cinnamon on there, free food and, yeah. uh, uh, just enhances the taste. So try and get around that. I mean, a lot of the times it is the vegetables that do get neglected as a child because they're just not as appealing, right? Uh, one thing I've done with the twins is I always make sure that they understand they have to eat this certain amount. and I'll even just put a couple of stems of broccoli down and they are so used to it now that they just understand I have to eat this in order to go play. So there are other strategies too that it does start when you're young and it does carry forward can carry forward but you don't have to let it right exactly safe to say um the other thing that i wanted to chat about uh this this is an article from science daily and it's about fitness trackers and coaching with it um, i you know it's it's kind of that thing and, and i know we're gonna have to take a quick commercial break in a few minutes but do you have a fitness tracker wade
1: Um, I used to, I, I did have some, I shopped around. There's a lot of apps out there, which I think is great. Like stick with the times. I mean, it's convenience to have the app with you. Most people have their phones with them. Yeah. I think it's a great tool to use to keep the motivation. It really helps with the adherence to programs. And I mean, there's a wide variety of them that'll fit your needs. Yeah.
0: So let's talk about that then after the uh, commercial break, everybody stay tuned. Uh, You're listening to the MedPoint Health half hour on AM 980. All right, I want to welcome everybody back to the show. Of course, every Saturday, 10 a.m. Uh, on AM 980, MedPoint Health Half Hour. Your host here, Ron Young, joined by Wade Geddes. Uh, Wade, pleasure to have you on the show, man. Oh,
1: thanks. It is Great being here.
0: It's good that we gave uh, Pete a weekend off, and we'll shoulder the load for once. <laughs> um, Wade, when we left for commercial break, we were talking about fitness trackers, and I know that they can be a highly motivational tool. I also did want to caution some of the listeners because a lot of people will say, you know what, I got my Fitbit, I did my ten thousand steps, now I'm just gonna, you know, phone it in. Kind of that's my day. Uh, We know that to work off of a pound, to work off a pound, you need uh, how many? It was like twenty three thousand steps or something like that. It's a lot. So don't think that. I mean, it's certainly a great starting point for a lot of people. And the one thing it does is raise awareness for that. But don't think that doing the minimum is just going to be sufficient. Always be pushing yourself. Always be kind of comparing yourself to to averages uh, of your age, uh, gender, uh, height, weight because then you'll get a better idea of your overall health. And I know uh, a lot of these trackers, the thing that they fail to do is the follow-up coaching afterwards. So you've now reached your goal. Well, where do we go from here? How can we extrapolate on these results? And that's one cool thing about MedPoint, because if you come to MedPoint, you get the training program and you get the bod pod and fit 3D along the way. So you have regular intervals of testing. Um, Wade, you've done this with lots of clients and, you know, when you tell them how well they're doing, how much body fat they do do or do not have mm-hmm. anymore, um, you know, that's it's particularly motivating. It
1: is. It, it comes down to accuracy too. Like I said, the fitness trackers are a great motivational tool. But like you, like you nailed it, saying that it's the first step, you know, yeah. that's great. It has the steps. But again, accuracy sometimes, you know, is not always there. I mean, they have a heart rate monitor, yet, you know, it's on your wrist and it's flopping around. You know, how yeah. accurate is that? When you come into the facility, you know, we have the Bod Pod, the Fit3D. These are solid, you know, measurements and quantitative results, you know, and, and that's the best motivation. And yeah. then you get the coaching and knowledge behind it. So, again, it's a great step, but you can take
0: it further. Exactly. And I know that there's going to be a lot of gifts unwrapped this Christmas time with fitness trackers, activity trackers. So just just uh, user beware. Don't, don't fall into a sense of uh, comfort. You're comfortable in it. I was gonna use like a, a sophisticated word there. Comfortableness.
1: Well, progression isn't comfortable. That's for sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm going for. Wade, you're awesome on this show. Thank you, my friend. Um, I was talking with Craig Needles, of course, like I do every Wednesday at around eleven o'clock in the morning. And um, what I wanted to kind of touch on in the show was uh, this MRI wait times, uh, and uh, in BC specifically, it's really spiking, and and uh, it's actually double the national average um, out in out in BC, which is troubling for a lot of Canadians, right? Like, oh, for sure. Uh, one thing that we really pride ourselves at medpoint is is trying to figure out which you know which clinics have the best availability for certain imaging and stuff like that, so that if somebody um, is is waiting um, a long time they can get in and get seen quick quickly uh, and it 's not cheating the system it 's not jumping a queue it's it's simply saying okay this place uh the wait times for this hospital are." Or two weeks, three weeks, okay, the one that you were assigned to is, you know, 10 weeks, we can get you in here, right? Uh, That's a service that we offer um, for, you know, for our membership clients and stuff like that as well. But um, the survey that was just taken indicates that British Columbians wait 24 weeks when in need for an MRI compared to the national average of 11 weeks.
1: That's incredible.
0: Crazy, right? I can't imagine having an injury and not knowing exactly what it it is for that long. And it's wild. And I mean, a lot of uh, you know the frequency of them being ordered is certainly probably going to stay the same. Um, Wade, you're you're ex football player. You still have some magic left in the Uh, tank. Maybe pretty washed
1: up right now, by you know, trying to get back at it. Should I say
0: (laughs) X? (laughs) You can say X. If you were hurt, you you played for the Western Mustangs. If you were hurt, uh, you could make. Pretty darn sure that those guys were gonna those guys, try and sh- troubleshoot what it was and, and get to the bottom of it. Pretty
1: much have it within the next within the hour, within the day. You know they yeah. want you to get on the field as soon as possible.
0: And this is the thing, like with uh, our healthcare system. Yes, it's free, of course, uh, and it's great. You know to be able to go see a doctor, uh, have that covered. But you know uh, when it comes to stuff like this, there's obviously a high demand. Um, you know, and it's just about kind of trying to figure out what the best place to get in is and, and stuff like that. So, um, now the last thing that I wanted to talk about, uh, on the show, Wade, is this idea of the holiday do's and don'ts, because there are many of them,
1: many don'ts,
0: many don'ts <laughs> and, and, and not many do's, but. Uh, we're going to kind of talk uh, talk through these. And, and this was another Globe and Mail article. And, uh, you know, I just wanted to kind of go through some of these and we can kind of talk about our expertise and why uh, they may be appropriate or, or not appropriate. So, first one, following strict food rules. Um, you know, this can kind of lead to overindulgence because if you're too hard on yourself, if you're like, no, nothing, nothing, nothing. Then all of a sudden, if you do cave, you could be packing on double, triple Just the calories, binging. right? You What you want to do is give yourself permission. You want to say, you know what? I'm going to this holiday party. I'm going to have a cup of eggnog. Eggnog's very heavy in calories, by the way. If you, Sorry for all you eggnog drinkers, but it's very heavy. Um, but maybe say that. I'm only going to have one cup of eggnog, but I'm going to enjoy that cup, and I'm not going to have any more for the rest of the weekend, rest of the week and uh you know say lovey right? set a goal set a goal yeah and and plan ahead when you go to these parties um don't cave into food pushers right oh the hardest <laughs> right so you got a big uh platter and uh, of course uh you know you invite me over to your party yeah. Wade and then you're like you know what have at it I bought all this food for you yeah, guys I don't want to go to waste yeah eat it that's one thing I tell my clients because this is one thing that a lot of people do have difficulty with and it's practicing to say no to people. And I know from experience some people can get offended. Some people will be like, "Why well, you don't like my cooking? Why well, you don't like my – or I put a lot of money into this and now it's just going to go to waste. Well, what you need to do is just kind of frame frame it in a, in a way where you – you know dismiss it but in a very pleasant way and and you hopefully have them understand where you're coming from so you can say something like no thank you i'm 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 gonna pass today maybe uh i just had a, a bunch of snacks a bunch of treats yesterday you know i'm gonna i'm gonna take it take it easy for today what do you think about this wade no i think it's
1: good my go-to is always uh, i'll eat it later i'll try it later you know i'm gonna I'm going to go for seconds or I'm
0: eating something else. I always try to just put it off. That's a great point because if you say, yeah, I'm going to have some in a few minutes, they're not going to be hunting you down not and asking the you. They're they're being nice to offer once and, and they're, they're not going to keep track, especially if there's a few wobbly pops involved at the party. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's a good thing to do. Just say, no, thank you. Or, you know what? I'm going to try some later on. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, the other thing is it's saying, don't graze through the party. Now, why is this, uh, why is this bad practice? Because of course you don't add up what you're, what you're eating now. Right. Um, a lot of times, uh, You know, you'll just grab what's on this plate, you'll grab what's on that plate, and if it's chocolate, and if this plate is, uh, you know, salty meats, and if this plate is uh, cookies, then you might not think that you're eating a lot, but it certainly does add up. So grazing at parties can be very dangerous. You have to
1: be conscious of it.
0: And, and don't go to a party hungry. I will say that <laughs> because you will overindulge and it will be all the wrong stuff. So make sure that you prepare ahead, you plan your holiday parties, and make sure that you don't get pressured into eating other things. Last thing, because we got to wrap up the show, limit yourself to one drink an hour. <laughs> no, but you do need to make sure calories add up on beer Like, it's 180 calories. I mean, if you go with the Molson 67s, stuff like that, it's obviously lighter. But um, a lot of people don't factor drinks into their uh, caloric intake, but they can make a huge footprint. They add up. Yeah. Um, Wade, pleasure having you on the show. Yeah, thanks, Ron. Of course, if you need to get a hold of us, it's medpoint, uh, ron at medpoint.ca. You can always call MedPoint, 519-432-1919. Visit us at the website, and that's www.medpoint.ca. That's it for another weekend. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Cheers.